This is Christy. And I'm Jenna, and this is Badass Moms. Badass. If your kid ain't mud, and you don't know what to do, and your neighbors judge, and your in-law shitty too, pour tequila in your coffee. Don't go run and ask your mommy. And together we'll break it down to find a clue. Ask the badass moms like a badass mom would do. We're here for you. Hi, you beautiful badass mamas. We are back in action. Mm. <laughs> it's Jenna Lou, one half of the Badass Moms, founder of Six Cool Moms, and with me, as always, is the recently birthdayed Christy Mirabello, founder of Fierce Mama Coaching. How are you, Christy? I am good. I am very excited. Spring has sprung. I spent two hours on a hammock, Ooh. and that is a long time, and I have no regrets. That's How was I your birthday? Birthday was really good. Um, celebrated with the fam. You know, I'm still a little isolated. Got my first shot, though, two days after my birthday. And all went well. I didn't grow any appendages or anything yet. And, Did anybody yeah. else send you treats? Or was it just uh, me? Um, there were some other treaters. Yours was obviously the best. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, she sent me ice cream because she loves me tenderly. Um, I will say Shannon sent some gifts and, and some donuts, you know, I did need the donut. I had done, I had so many sweets and I'm still going through them. So Shannon actually told me, uh, what she was sending for you. And yeah. I was like, oh man, I was just sending ice cream, but she really likes ice cream. So fuck it. And it was cold stone. It wasn't like garbage. No, it, it was, was good. It was top shelf ice cream. Top shelf. <laughs> the best for my girl. You the bomb. I know you love me when you give me top shelf ice cream. Indeed. All right. So birthday was good. Got your first shot. How are you? Every, your hair looks amazing, balls. Thank you. I got my hair done, guys. Um, I, I finally got back to blonde. Like this is this is the Jenna I've always meant to be, which was really funny because I really like my dark hair. But after I went lighter, people were like, "Yeah, that was too dark for you." I'm like, "Fuck you, guys. You couldn't you could have told me." Like, no, I was like, "Your hair looks so good. You guys are a bunch of fucking sycophants." Yeah, I feel though like I like both. Like I really, when you dyed it, like for Halloween and the fall look, like you can carry both off. I love so the red. I feel like I don't know that I love one more than the other. I like this for spring. You know, like it's cool when people can do that because some people I couldn't get away with real dark hair. Mm -mm, I'd look dead. Yeah. So um, enjoy it. You can change it up and still look super fly. No, I'm done. It took so it's it was like an <laughs> expensive hard. and arduous process. My the hair person, because she came to my house, which I loved. Me and her were like hanging out. She's so cool. Her name is Rose. And she she was like talking about 90 Day Fiance. I'm like, I've never seen it. So like while we were doing my hair, and like obviously I had to wait because she had to do my roots and then the highlights and then all the like the whole thing. We watched 90 Day Fiance. And we like, we almost burned through the entire first season because she's here for four and a half hours. Oh my God, that's, see, that's, that's life. And I do wonder if more um, hairstylists are going to be doing like at home visits and stuff. I'm sure some even changed their business, you know, like being able to go, oh, right now, Jenna, you can't see her, 
unless we're on YouTube, but she is promoting Coca-Cola, double fisting, licking the cans, and um, that's probably why I like her. I love a refreshing Coke Zero. Sponsor us, Coke. Actually, we probably have to pay them to even mention fucking Coke, so whatever. <laughs> so anyways, other than that, one other quick note. I'm going to uh, shamelessly promote myself in here, but my company, Six Cool Moms, we are running an Indiegogo campaign right now. So I'm, we're going to drop the link in the show notes. And if you guys think I'm funny, think Christy's funny because she's a member mm -hmm. and just have an extra $5 to spend because you missed your Starbucks extra mocha, whatever, frappuccino, please consider donating to help fund our company and get moms employed because moms, as a general statement, are underpaid and underemployed. And I want to be a job creator specifically for moms. Yes. So yeah, we'll I, love that. That. I love that. And it is, you know, like, yes, we can all volunteer and do our part, but there are moms working their freaking tailbones off like crazy hours a week doing this stuff and we need to give them a little holla holla with the dollar dollar so it just takes a little bit just a little bit just a little five dollars that's less than when you're venting much yeah i mean it's a little more than like what i get from duncan but like i'm poor no i'm kidding it's i'm talking like, about the bougie starbucks the bougie, your no, lavender matcha whatever i don't know how much i don't drink it i don't drink coffee period so i don't know the prices but i just feel like it's it's just a little five bucks throw us a little bone yeah i hate when they make weird latte flavors from like matcha and lavender and stuff and like i get why people like it but i'm like i don't want to drink lavender i like the smell of it yeah i want to bathe in it and maybe sniff it on my pillow. You know, they have lavender spray for your pillow. Mm -hmm. I do enjoy that. Drink it. Yeah, I agree. I'm not big on like drinking plants. <laughs> All right, on that note, let's get into the question, Christy. Oh, okay. I'm going to read it. <clears throat> Here we go. I'm getting cozy. Yeah, get cozy. It's, it's somewhat of a long uh, question. So get your mocha chata lavender latte out and listen to my soothing voice. Hello. Just a fellow single mom who got into a relationship before the pandemic. Need some advice or thoughts. Currently have a live-in partner who doesn't support my daughter in any way financially and doesn't need to. But he feels he needs to try to parent that obviously, oh, there should be a period there. Sorry, hold on. We got to break up some sentences here. That obviously has caused a lot of conflict with me for a bit now. He's never had kids, so I really don't think he should think he can carry so much weight in parenting. We've been together for two years, so my daughter adores him, but still I don't agree with some of his thoughts. I feel he should be asking me for guidance on any matter with my daughter. Besides that, it's become more intense between us for other reasons, and I'm thinking in my head now I may need to leave this relationship. Our fights have become petty and vicious. Oh, I love him. Oh, Vicious and love, right there, square in the same moment. He's an asshole, though. Oh, a lot of back and forth here. This morning, he gives me the finger. Okay, fell out of my chair. Like some teenager. No offense. He's a grown-ass man of 30. Like, where did the respect go? I've also gotten a fuck you and fuck off. Oh, I can't wait to answer this. I've been, it's been heated many times in the past few months or when we moved in together back in the summer. I thought it was just us getting used to each other's habits, but it's been almost a year now cohabitating. 
Now he's trying to apologize. The problem is every time we talk about his issues, he says he won't do shit like that again. And here we are. Finally, I'm voicing my concerns because I don't feel I deserve this, but I don't know what to do. I don't want to ruin my daughter by uprooting her life again. We've moved over the years and a lot of dynamics have shifted. Everyone loves him, my parents, my friends. And when I speak up to all of them, it seems they kind of brush it off or like, he's just a hothead. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Honestly, I don't know anymore what's okay and what's not. It's starting to remind me of my ex, some of the scenarios happening, which was abusive relationship. Took me years to realize that I was in a bad place and decided to leave. But before everyone told me to leave, it's the opposite now. I want the best for my daughter, but I'm also conflicted because I just hope I'm not making a mistake by brushing this off. What is normal fighting and what is abusive? It's hard to really figure it since I can't tell. And that just upsets and scares me that I'm not sure. Okay, a lot to digest, but I will say these words like vicious, uh, fuck off, the finger, middle finger. Um, I don't know that I would call that immature as much as I'd call that that's a fucking no for Christy. Like, I don't care if I was 16 or I'm 41, a double dog dare ya. To, um, I'm not big on being yelled at or cursed at or flicked off. Obviously you don't like it either, but you're, you're, still, you're still hanging in there. And obviously you had this previous relationship where you did take abusive behavior. You're calling it abusive. You're saying this is maybe reminiscent of that type of behavior. It sounds abusive to me, but at the end of the day, what my version of abuse and yours is, or Jenna's is, I don't know that it matters. It's what, look, you, with everything, we have to look at who we are, as a person, right? And what we feel inside, right? You feel like shit with this guy talking and to you like this and treating you like this. Um, I, I'm not big on the whole label thing. If something's not working for me, it's not working for me. And it's you're saying, oh, everyone loves him. That doesn't matter to me. A lot of people love Ted Bundy. Yeah, who's in the relationship? you are. You need to love him. You need to feel good about him. He needs to be lifting you up. Um, do I think this is uh, abusive? For me, for my level, yes. But everyone does really have different versions of abuse. Again, I think you need to dig into not even what's abusive or not, because if, at the end of the day, what's okay with you? Is this okay with you? And and you're saying you're confused, but from what I'm reading, this is not okay with you, or you wouldn't be writing this, right? This is not okay behavior. This is shitty. You, there's multiple layers. The fact he's, uh, he sounds controlling. He's trying to take over your daughters, even though you've voiced that you don't really maybe want him to uh, step into this fatherly figure because he's not the dad. Um, and you made that decision. And if you make that decision, he needs to respect that. He needs to respect you. Bottom line, abuse or not, is he respecting you? No. I don't know the other side of things. I don't know if you're cursing and kicking him or flicking him off first, right? So I hear your side, but from this side, he is not respecting you. Um, I really give two shits what your parents or your cousin Tilly or anybody thinks about your relationship. You have to want to be in it. Um, as far as uprooting your daughter, while I totally understand that, what you also don't want 
is to teach your daughter it's okay to be disrespected and abused if you want to go ahead and use that word. That to me is more important than saying this sucks, but look, look what mommy's doing. Mommy's learning there's a red flag and we've already been down this road and I want to take myself and you out of this situation, right? Because nothing is worse than being a role model and showing your child that this behavior is okay because she's watching even when they're i don't know how old she is i don't remember if you said but even when they're teenagers they're watching right we watch how to be treated through our parents it's very impactful um, watching your parents so for me my opinion if if you were my client right i would i i, I lead people to lead themselves but my advice, if I were in the situation, would be I would get the fuck out. I mean, there, unless, unless you really, really are dying for it to work and um, you think he could benefit from like group uh, couples counseling or something like that, I have very low tolerance. So if you're my client, though, I would say if you feel like you want to give it a go and try to mend this, that's up to you. I can never tell somebody exactly what to do, right? But my general feeling of this is yes, it's disrespectful, it's abuse, uh, abusive, and again, that's my version of abuse. I do think it's abusive. Um, name, anything name calling, cursing, not okay, especially if it's a pattern, right? And then there at the end, what is normal fighting and what is abusive? I think normal fighting is frustration for me. And again, this, this is different for everybody. There's no normal, right? But for me and my husband, we don't fight very often at all when we do. It's that frustrated uh, tone. Um, there's really not a lot of yelling. Is that, is that typical or more common? I think, you know, raising of the voice is one thing. The cursing, flicking off, um, demeaning you, calling you any names, and making you feel disrespected, that to me is not as common or shouldn't be right and it also doesn't matter what's common what works for you this does not sound like it's working so i i would say if you really really are desperate to try it which i don't think you even sound that desperate to make it work out then i would suggest maybe you try counseling but i don't know that he would even go if not know you're doing the right thing for you and your daughter by leaving a situation where you're not respected and finding somebody that does respect you and respects you as a mother and doesn't overstep. The end, my friend, amen. Okay, um, so I just reread it, but I was also listening to Christy's response. So first things first, you said that he gave you a finger this morning. So you wrote this email in a place where you were already fucking lit. You were ready. You were mad at him. You were going over shit in your head and you were getting it out. But the first thing I want to talk about is your daughter. So she's your daughter. You don't really mention if her father was super involved. So I don't really know what that situation is. Like I know that that was an abusive relationship, but I don't know what the relationship between uh, your ex and your daughter is. If you're with this guy, he's your partner, you live together, you've been together two years and you're building a life with him, you do have to let him develop a relationship with your child. And she does need to see him as some sort of authority figure as well, because otherwise she will never respect him. And she'll always see him as like, 
you know, my mom's boyfriend or my mom's husband and nev she'll never develop a relationship with him where she sees him as sort of like a father figure, which is the goal that you should want. So first things first, aside from his other behavior, him showing an interest in your kid is, is actually a, a good sign. He wants to, you know, get involved. And even though he hasn't had children, that doesn't mean that he's totally unqualified to, you know, provide, you know, any sort of advice, but you need to sit down and talk to him about what the rules and, you know, regulations are and, and decide, you know, tell him how you want to parent your kid and find out the things that are passionate to him. And you guys kind of got to get on the same page there. But you can't really tell him, well, she's my kid and you really can't tell her what to do because he does you know, live with her and you've put him in that role. He's an adult in the household. So putting all of that sort of aside. Yeah, I to jump in and because I do agree that, you know, if he's going to become a stepdad or whatever like that, there should be that um, respect as an authority figure. But I do think he should be coming to her first to discuss something or how they work that out. Or if he is talking about a specific issue, let's say he's talking about birds and bees or something like he should be addressing yeah. that first, in my opinion, you know, well, you know, I 100% agree with you there. But I think this has to be like a larger conversation where they actually lay out mm -hmm. um, certain things. So if there is something that comes up, and she and you know, she needs something or something needs to be done immediately and the mom's not around or you can't reach her by the phone, that he has the tools and he knows how you'd want to react. So he can sort of be an extra voice for you in addition to his, his own, but it has to be a conversation. And it can't be like, it, certain times there's definitely gonna be one-offs, but for the most part, it, it, it can't just be every time it comes up, he has to come to you and ask, cause that's gonna be a nightmare and she's gonna see it. And she's gonna see that she can manipulate him. And then, you know, in turn, sort of manipulate you. So you, that's something to work out. That being said, the other stuff, I will say, first of all, I, I don't know. Did, did it say in here how long they've lived together? It was the summer. They moved in together in the summer. Okay. So you moved in together during a pandemic. So I think both of you might need to give each other a little bit of grace because you're getting used to each other in a situation that's not normal. This isn't normal life. You guys are probably spending way too much time with one another, trapped in the house. Um, and so, you know, both of you could be heated. Now you getting having a fight and him like giving you the finger and stuff like that. Yeah, that sucks. But I'll be honest. I mean, I've gotten to fights with my husband. This isn't good and I'm a piece of shit. But we've like called each other names and, you know, I've been like, you're being a dick. And he's like, yeah, well, fuck you. You know what I mean? It's just like relationship stuff. We don't, I don't like take it personally. And I'm not like, oh, he's abusive. And he's like, not like, oh, she's abusive. That's just sort of, we get like heated. It's not, a, it's not a whole lot. I would say that we get one of those fights once or twice a year where we're just like chickening at each other and nothing productive happening happens. But other than that, we're, we're pretty good communicators. So the, like, unless he's cursing you off on like an everyday basis and he's, you know, devaluing you and making you feel all these ways, that's one thing. But it also sounds sometimes a little bit like you might be putting some of your, and I'm not one to tell anybody how they should feel or how they shouldn't feel. So I'm just sort of like devil's advocating a little bit, but just check yourself to make sure you're not putting certain things from your previous relationship on him. Um, and decide what's actually like, what's actually abusive and what is it you guys just having a vicious fight and you're both being kind of dicky 
to each other. And that's not something I can answer for you. It's something you have to reflect on yourself and really think about your behavior and his behavior and how you really feel about it. But also make sure to, to separate this relationship from your last one. Because just because you guys have like a blow up, you know, fight doesn't mean that he's your ex-husband, right? And you, you love him, you wanna be with him. Um, sometimes he's an asshole. You know, it's like one of, it's one of those things you have to really, really think. And it sounds like you have some trauma from a previous experience that maybe you haven't worked out fully either to know what you need in an actual relationship to make you happy, what makes you feel safe. So you have to figure that out for yourself. And then you have to decide, is this the person that's going to give you that? And you can also figure that out together because 30 is, I don't know how old you are, but 30 is still, you know, fairly young. And it is, is this his first serious relationship? Is this his first time living with somebody? Um, does he have the same sort of, you know, baggage that, that you have? You guys have to really hyper communicate with one another. Um, and yeah, go to couples counseling if he's, if he's willing to do it. If you think this marriage, or not marriage, this relationship is, is worth being in, then both of you have to work. If he's not willing to work, then he's not worth it. If you don't want to put in the work, then he's not the one for you. And that's okay too, right? It doesn't, your relationship doesn't have to be abusive for you not to want to be in it. You could just be like, he's a fucking asshole and I don't want to be with him. That's, that's yeah. fine. But the, but I, these are all things that, that you have to decide for yourself and really sit down, write some pros and cons, write down all the things that you love about him, write down all the positives, write down all the things you hate about him, write down all of the negatives. If the negatives far outweigh the positives, then you have your answer. But if there's enough positive there that outweighs the negative, well, then maybe there's something you you can work on. Now, being in an abusive relationship is never anything I would recommend. Um, and if he is verbally abusive, if he's knocking you down a peg, if he's really making you feel bad on a regular basis, then yeah, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. It's not even worth trying to save at that point. Yeah, because she did say it's been heated many times and then it, she said she thought it was maybe getting, like, you know, getting used to each other's habits, also probably pandemic. Mm -hmm. Then she's saying, but now it's almost a year cohabitating. So if it's many times, and, and Jen and I may also, like, keep in mind, guys, Jen and I are different people. So we may have different opinions on some parts of these questions, right? And that's mm -hmm. why it is important. I mean, our advice, obviously, is stellar. No, but... Um, to go inside and, and that's why I'm like, you you gotta figure out what works for you, right? Cause cause Jenna, and there are people that are okay with being like, fuck you, fuck you too, right? Like, I mean, I know friends- Oh no, Christian's not okay with that. I'm not okay with it either, but- But more people that are not as troubled by it, you know, that yeah. depending on how you grew up, like, and, and it's, it's not negative toward you or yeah. anything at all. I'm just saying we grow up different ways. I think I had a very, um loud and um there was a lot of cursing and yelling whatever so i'm opposite we're like i'm like nope none of it right so it just depends on what you can tolerate or what you feel you want to have and evaluating that but i think i think because it said he did many times it's like like jenna said if it seems like it's more bad than good. And sometimes that's hard to weigh, you know? And that's why you, you, if you feel like, damn, this is something I really want to try, then, you know, maybe try to work it out with counseling or seeing, give yeah. it like a timeline, like, all right, let's say he won't go to counseling. Say, okay, I'm going to see how this is 
and I do this with clients a lot, where we do like a projection date, like let's touch back on this in two months and see if there's been any growth after we've had a talk with someone or whatever. So a hundred percent. And, and all, you know, also honestly, the only person that can really make this decision is you do not base your decision on your family. Do not base it even on your child, because the truth is if you're happy, she will be happy. If you're miserable, that kid's going to know it. It's good. And, and it'll stick with her for the, you know, the rest of her life. So you have to make those decisions for you. What's going to make you happy? What's going to fill your cup? What's going to make you smile? And if this guy is not that, that's the decision that you have to make. But if your family loves him, you know, who gives a, sh who gives a shit? They don't have to live with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you can deal with the, the fallout. If they love you and support you, they'll love you and support you. And if they don't, well, then you have a big blow up fight. And in six months, you guys are okay. Cause that's sort of like how family I guess is. But like, for example, if your pro list is like, he has a nice dick, and then you have 78 things on your con list, then you know what you're going to do. If the pro list is like, he has you're a good dick and also makes good mac and cheese. And the only con is he, you know, tells you to fuck off. Well, then maybe that's something you can work through. But again, that's the only decision that you can make, but you, you really have to sit down and have a heart to heart with yourself and really think about what you want in your life. Yeah. Absolutely. And definitely not to be married to me. And, and don't marry Jen. No, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. No, I doubt you're that bad. And that's the difference too. Um, there are people that do get in blowouts like once or twice a year or whatever. Like that would be more tolerable than it sounds like you guys have really been going at it. Um, and again, I do have a low tolerance, right? But that's who I am and I'm okay with that. So it's being okay with what you're okay with too, right? Mm -hmm. like, like not thinking what you tolerate is wrong. Like I know people are more tolerant than me of certain things, but I'm okay with it. It works for me, right? I found, I found a husband that fits the bill, you know? So you can be with someone who is compatible in the way of not yelling fuck you and, and flicking you off if that's not your jam. A hundred percent. If that's not your jam. All righty. Well, good luck. Keep us updated. Please send us a little note. If you need any further advice or more details come, you know where we live. I mean, no, you don't know where we live, but you know how to find us. I mean, in the, <laughs> space, the online space. All right, guys. Do we want to do some news? Mama, mamas <laughs> in the news. So this isn't actually a mom's in the news, but it's something that I feel is very Not important. Not the mama. <laughs> okay, go. This is, this is something that's, um, that's very sad for me, but Shock G, Humpty Hump from Digital Underground has passed away at the age of 57. When did that happen? Just now? Like a couple of days ago. Why did I know? I feel like that's something I should have known. Oh, guest appearance by Poppy Lou. Poppy Lou, what do you do? Yeah, he d 57 years old. They found him dead in a hotel room, and they're still um, suspecting foul. They're, they're not sure if they su suspect foul play or like an overdose. Oh. So there's no details on his death, but he is dead. So we have been blasting the Humpty Dance and all around the world. Yeah in our house. An icon. He changed the world. Oh. He did. Rest in peace. Hi, Poppy. Do you have anything the to say about dance it? is your chance of doing the hump. Do the baby. Do the humpty hump. Watch me do the humpty hump. 
Where's Poppy dancing? Where's Poppy? Oh, can I get in it? Where's that Poppy? Hi, Poppy. Can you say Humpty Dance? She cannot. She's very confused. All right, guys. On that note, everybody listen to the Humpty Dance tonight. Yes. And say a little prayer. R.I.P. Shock G. Your nose will live on forever. Mm, it will. He's asking for bumblebees. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any questions for us, again, email at badassmoms at gmail.com. Jenna Levine Lou signing off. Sayonara to my friend Jenna. Didn't rhyme. I tried. All right. Deuces, y'all. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, write us at badass with a K moms at gmail.com. You can find the lovely Jenna on Instagram at Noshing the Suburbs and Six Cool Moms with Two X's on Facebook. Find me, Christy, on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Fierce Mama Christy or Fierce Mama Coaching. Feel free to share our podcast and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts if you like what you hear. Don't forget to keep being your badass self.